Live from the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone podcast. Two Douchebags and a Microphone says, You ever dream about eating chocolate pudding and wake up with a spoon in your ass? Just asking. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. You're as useful as a condom with holes. Two douchebags and a microphone invade your ear holes in. Hey! Who took a dump in the cooler? Everybody, this is two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark, and I'm Rob Red. All right. Well, like we said last time, no scripts today. No, no script. This so, is going to be interesting. Yeah. So, anyhow, first off, I'd like to know what you thought of my new um, uh, my new segment called uh, "Things to Eat During the Apocalypse." Did you hear that yet? Yes, I do, and I'm, I am definitely going to be adding to that. Okay. Because that was a segment I was going to start here all back. Oh, really, stuff was it? Can, Didn't know that. You could pick okay. out of your yard and stuff and eat. That's great. Good. Good, good, yeah, good. Yeah, and no, I'm, I'm going to start that segment. Yeah, I mean, one the reason so I'm going to... Well, I'll be adding in that segment. How's that? That sounds great. Okay, well, the um, what, what I'll have you do is we'll just record it by itself, yeah. and yeah. then I'll add it to it because, you know, I have all the controls here and all that. So, um, uh, anyhow, I mean, the reason I picked the hickory nuts is because everybody loves hickory wood, and they use hickory wood to smoke with. But very yeah. little people yeah. know that the nuts are actually really tasty. They could be eaten raw or cooked, and they can also be made into things. And people don't realize the versatility of hickory nuts and how many different hickory nuts there is. So, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, they're they're a really good tree. They're a beautiful tree. They're all over the Ozarks. They're up here even. I mean, they're all over the place. They're a really oh, yeah. I, robust I, tree. I got that's introduced in to them down on Grandma and Grandpa's farm outside Harrisonville. Yeah. Um, they're, you know, so. They're, they're a great tree. And also, it's just good to know that there's so many plentiful. I mean, let's hope you don't have to go have to find your own food. But in case you do, hickory nuts is a perfect solution, and they're easy to identify, too. Go online and look at... Do it. Um, They're easy to identify. So, there you go. Uh, Anyhow, we have a deer deuce bag. You can throw them out and get you a deer. Yes, that's yeah. another great one right there. Deers yeah. love hickory nuts, and that's how come a lot of deer hunters choose to hunt around hickory trees. It's because yeah, hickory nuts. It makes that uh, wood. They're, acorns. They're, yeah, acorns. Yeah, deer love them. Yeah, whenever deer eat those, 
their meat is a sweeter meat. It, people love yeah. the meat from that. So um, I'm, I'm not much of a hunter. I never have been. I used to hunt some quail and, and uh, you know, and some, um, I went after some pheasant before, but probably didn't have very much success. Um, you know, um, I'm not much of a hunter. I did when I was a kid. Yeah, when I was a kid, I I toyed around with it too, you know. And then you go and shoot a thirty yacht and see how much bruising it'll put on your shoulder, you know, young man thing. So uh, yeah. a- anyhow, um, if people choose to do that as a food source, I don't have a problem with it, and I understand it. So yeah, anyhow. Uh, so Rob, how was your week? Oh, it was a pretty good week, man. Pretty good. 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 Um. Well, with you being on vacation and then yeah. catching me Thursday night, I didn't have much homework, so I actually had time to myself, you know. Oh, good. Uh, good. I did come up with a studio name today. Oh, yeah? What is it? Duck Blind Studio. Duck Blind? And it's not because I watched too much Duck Dynasty. Okay. The reason why I picked Duck Blind, you know Duck is my nickname. Yes. Has been since I was a kid. Yep. When I I got introduced to you as Duck or Rob. Going into my studio, I'm blind to the world. Duck Blind. I like that. That's how I picked that name now. Okay. Talk is cheap studio. I just thought it was a cute play on words. That's my studio yeah. here, Talk is Cheap Studio. Thought is a cute play on words. And Topher's studio is the No Filter Studio. So you got Duck Blind, oh, cool. Talk is Cheap, and No Filter. So, anyhow, in case you're wondering whose is what, there you go. Um, cool. Good. Um, I have a uh, Dear Douchebags. Do you want to even get into it yet or yeah. not? Yeah, okay. yeah, let's let's go into the we gotta answer dear this Yeah, we gotta answer this. This this is I mean, this takes we are precedent. We, can, we, we cannot fail our listeners. We are un, unscripted tonight, but Which by the way, I'm getting to you after a while, Jerry from Montrose, Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> unscripted, buddy. He has not written back yet. <laughs> Anyhow, Jerry. I ain't answered, and I'm getting ready to. Okay, cool. Oh, that's right. He is waiting for your answer. Okay. And besides that, the podcast with him on it just came out today, so i got to give him a little time, you know? Yeah, yeah. 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 He's got to wash all that radiation off of him from the... I I, I listened to it this morning. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm ready for asshole Olympics, dude. Okay, Jerry from Montrose, thank you. <laughs> okay, and Montrose is the darling of Henry County, right? Oh, God, it, the capital. The capital. The capital. Yeah, yeah. Henry County's in, gem, in our mind. Montrose. In our mind. Yeah, a junkyard and a power plant. You can't beat that. Yeah. Everything. You got an old bumper, you also have power. How about that? So, anyhow. We have a Dear Douchebags, Rob. Yay. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Dear Douchebags, we have a guy on the block that puts his trash out three days in advance. This is not only nasty looking, but the critters all get into it and inevitably 
the nasty, greasy paper towels and other assorted garbage always ends up on my fence line. We have had words, but it doesn't matter. He keeps up the behavior. Signed, no more hot dog wrappers and paper plates in Lionsgate. Okay, Lions, oh. Lionsgate is over here in Johnson County. It's only about five miles from me. So, yeah. okay, hey, thank you. Thank you, local Lionsgate listener. That's cool. We thank appreciate you. it. Thank you. That's uh, southern Johnson County, a really affluent area. Really nice homes there on some hills uh, um, nestled close to the Blue River. Um, I, I grew up building homes, working on homes over there. Yeah, I mean... Okay, then you, you're familiar. Okay. Yeah, nicer. So, anyhow, um, thank you, local person, for, uh, for this uh, Dear Deuce Bags, probably four or five miles away from me. Spinning distance. So, um, and sometime when we're down at the city market, when we start doing that again, come up and say, hey, man, I'm the one from Lionsgate that asked for help. So, yeah. well, by that time, you may be ready to punch us because we probably gave you horrible advice. But anyhow, so if you're ready to punch us, we'll be up there then, too. So, all right, number one, you could get sturdy gloves, pick up all the fence line trash, save it for a year. Then when he is gone, place it in his shed, or if he has a trailer or RV, stuff it in there. Yeah. That would get a point across. It'd come out, you know, to the shed. Get a fucking um, shovel. You know, he's going to, like, plant a tree or some shit, and there's all this trash in there. What the fuck? And, you know, he gets the point. Oh, all that trash that blew all over the neighbor's yard. This must be it. In bags with big middle finger drawn on it. I wonder if it's from the... Okay. All right. Number two. Get downstream from his home on a windy day and let every piece of trash sail high into his property. And I've done that before because I've had a very messy neighbor and every fucking day I was always, always fighting that bastard. Always leaving shit everywhere and all this stuff. So one day it was really windy so I picked up all the trash of his that came into my yard and the wind was blowing downstream so i just kept throwing it up in the air and it kept landing all over the side of his house and his fucking fence line i was like there you go there you go bitch and then after that he amazingly started taking care of his lawn a little bit better and didn't leave his trash out there for a dog to carry into my yard so funny how that works okay number three take traffic cones and make shift road in his front so, in other words, you take the traffic cones and detour it in his front yard. Do this right after you see his lights go out for bedtime. That way, when he gets awakened by the stream of headlights, he's uh, he's going to freak out and think a car roguely fucking went off the road and is getting ready to smash into his house. But then when he looks out there, he's going to see like there's four or five cars driving right in front of his fucking window because that's where the traffic cones took him. I like that one. Yeah, that's a very good idea. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and this is going to go on until he open, He wakes up or he, like, wakes up to take a piss and he sees all these lights headed towards house and he's probably going to piss himself first. And then by that time, he'll be out there in his underwear shifting these cones around and cursing someone that he doesn't know who did it, right? Or his wife knocks the shit out of him. That could be. Were you drunk last night? 
No. Who put those cones there? Oh, oh no. Shit. Don't lie to me. So, Can next one. <laughs> next one. If. If. Number three didn't work. Number four is buy a wooden flute and a megaphone. Make sure and practice on the instrument daily or until he promises to clean up his ritual. Now, wooden flute is very fucking annoying. Have you ever heard that for a couple hours? Yeah. Yeah, it's annoying, right? At first, it's okay. But then after about 20 minutes, it's like, okay, I get the point, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, And the megaphone is to make sure that he can hear it. So, now, yes, other neighbors have to pay for his sins. But isn't that what life's about, Right? Right? That is. That is. That is. Yes. So small, you, it, small it, price to pay. You have to pay for other people's sins every day. That's right. So your neighbors are going to have to pay for his sins via the uh, flute megaphone. So that's just the way it is. Don't feel bad. Just keep going at him and keep grinding every day until this fucking loser gets the point. And if he doesn't, then we always have number five here. Number five, when he is gone, dig a burn pit... Get said save trash and ignite it. Then call the city on him for burning trash. That's a $500 fine in Johnson County. Good luck, asshole. Hey, there you <laughs> go. Yeah. They call him and go, this fucking guy, he, he's like he's he's like burning. <laughs> and they'd be out there in a hot second. Johnson, you know Johnson they County. They would be. Oh, my God. they probably beat the shit out of him, too. they probably just beat the <laughs> hell out of him. Fucking manhandle him. You know, fucking. He, he'd be locked up in county jail. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he'd probably get like a thumb in the can. They like give him a thumb in the ass, don't you think? Maybe. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah. They give him a thumb in the ass for doing that, for good measure. They'd Andre the Giant him check his oil, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then you can sit there on your porch, watching him. And enjoy the show. Yeah, absolutely. So, anyhow, I think that's solid advice, don't you? That 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 was solid. That was solid. That was solid. So, like always, we're giving out fantastic advice here at Two Douchebags and a Microphone. So, let's take us a little break, and then we'll get into some of the stuff that you've been itching at, Rob. Sound good? All right. All right. All right. We. Two monkey fuckers and a toaster will be right back. A lot of podcasts just come from a can. Here at Two Douchebags and a Microphone, we pour our own podcasts. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Nay, your grandmother always intrude your thoughts at the last minute while you are masturbating. Brick shit house energy drink. That's right. Brick shit house energy drink. Make me little girl. Chew off your balls. You want to shut up? You want to shut up? Please enjoy Brick shit house energy drink responsibly. It's not readily available anywhere because of liability issues.
Two douchebags and microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All right. Welcome back, everybody. All right, Rob. You've been having some stuff that's been itching at you that you've been wanting yes, to do. I have. So, Rob. And it, it's you that's been itching at me, Mark. Oh, okay. I, I got to talk about this hairy ass Olympic thing. <laughs> okay. All right, hang on. Let's uh, make sure everybody knows this. The Harry Hassel Olympics has yeah, been going on for right. quite a while now. Rob and I put up contestants that we think have a very hairy asshole, just judging by the way they look and maybe some of their grooming habits. So people. Yeah, yeah. And by Rob's own admission, he's got a fucking crazy-ass fucking carpet down there. So I simply entered Rob into the contest... And he's doing very well. So, Rob, go ahead. And this is where Jerry from Montrose comes in, because he emailed wanting evidence. <laughs> yes, Jerry. Well, I also mentioned that I could have somebody email, and we tried that. Me and Mark talked about I thought it went through. It did not go through his, through the two douchebag, or the douchebag, sorry, Douchebag 66. Okay, but I'll tell you what. In front of me, but it wouldn't do no good coming out of my mouth. Here's what I'm going to Here's what I'm going to do. Let's avoid the middleman. I will give you his email address, and you email him directly. How's that? Will that work? All right. That All might right. be well, that hey, might be the I best got a way. Better idea. I okay. got a better idea, Mark. Okay. Do you remember I said I would take a picture? Yes. Do you have your? Do you want that kind of picture on your phone? Go ahead, send, send it, it to me, and I'll right send now. it. Send it to me, huh? and I will send it to him. Here we go. Okay. Well, that way you know too. Are you texting me? You or, want to or email it? Uh, either one. Either one will work. Okay. Email would be easier for me to forward if you want to do it like that. Oh shit! Okay, hang on. Okay. Uh, there we go. Oh, and Rob, I've got something for you here. You living in Lake of the Ozarks. The first casino ever at Lake of the Ozarks is going in. Yes, yes, that's been on my... Oh, on your talk about list? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you, I, I've been waiting for it to build up. You can talk about it if you want. I mean, we, we don't have a script tonight, so if you choose to talk about oh, it, I that's know. fine. Yeah. What, what do you think about it? Are you for it, against it, or do you really care? Actually, I'm for it. Bring uh, revenue and excitement to the area? Yeah, well, no. It brings jobs. Okay. That's true. People around here need jobs. Right now, I don't know how it is in the city, mm -hmm. but down here, there's a lot of places laying off. Um, there might losing their jobs. There might be up there. I don't know. I mean, I'm employed, and I haven't been looking yeah, for yeah, a job. Yeah, that's what I am too. But I mean, you know, I I have nothing to worry about in 
my in the job I do. Oh, I know you don't. I know you don't. People like my son does have to worry. Mm-hmm. There's uh, G3 boats in Lebanon, Missouri. They just laid off a bunch. Okay. Um, Tyson Food down. Oh yeah, Noel. They blazed. Yeah. They yeah, they that, took that's out. That's been on one of my news stories. Yeah. That I ain't got to. There was like twenty two hundred, but the state has reached out to try to help them. You know. So. Okay. Well. Did you get that? Um. Yeah. Got it. All right. I will forward it to him after the program. So. Okay. Uh, Okay, thank you. <laughs> There's your proof. <laughs> All right. I, uh, I, I, I got a weird question. You may want to see that, too. Okay, I will send it. The oh. other judge on me. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're like, right. he really wants to see it. But sorry, Topher. <laughs> Mark asked for this. This was Mark's idea, Topher, if you remember. He knows. Right. He listens. He knows. He knows. <laughs> I got a question for you. But if you're going to put me in, I'm going to win it, damn it. Uh, So far, you're in the lead. But I have two (laughs) wild cards that's going to blow your fucking mind, dude. I'm telling you right now. Oh, I got a couple others, too. Okay. Rob, I got a weird... No, no, I've already released one. I'm only allowed one, so one's going to have to carry over. Okay, that's fine. I, I got a weird question for you, Rob. Yeah. How many secret fuck yous do you think you get a day? Do you know what I mean? Like people just, you walking by and they think, fuck you. But they can't really say it. How many secret fuck Wait, yous do you think on the average? Are you talking in a 24-hour period? In a 24-hour okay, period, how many secret fuck, fuck yous do you think you get? I'm going to guess 15 to 20. I was guessing five on myself, but it could be more like 15 to 20, yeah. Well, I have a reputation at work. I'm a good guy, but when I'm in a bad mood, nobody wants to mess with me. Oh, so you probably get quite a few fuck yous. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Okay. But lately, lately, I've been doing good, I'm focused, you know, everything's going good. Okay. We got some things straightened out, and it freed me up on some, I, I was getting behind, man. Okay. Because I was too busy doing other things taking me away from my main job. Well, I mean, look, that's what happens. So I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, you're versatile. your job is to keep everybody there working. Mm-hmm. You're the feeder. You you're the supply the guy. You supply them. With all their with all yeah, their work, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I start them. I unload the steel off the trucks. I cut the frames. I cut the cross. I, you know, I cut a lot of the parts. Mm-hmm. I send the, everything to the welders. Then it uh-huh. goes to paint and assembly and on the road. You know. Uh huh. Okay. And I'm, I'm not bragging on myself. It's just it's. It's a demanding job. It really is. No, it, it would have a to worker be. worker like I am, uh-huh. I go above and beyond. 
So you, you think know, you think you get a I lot do of what I can in the time I have. Okay, Rob. Then let me ask you: Why would you get fuck yous with that? Do you think it's because uh, no? Because, because I do get to be an asshole sometimes. Okay. And I lash out, which I'm working on. I and think anybody at work, you know this, but I'm also one of the greatest guys there you know what i mean yeah i i got what you mean i got what you mean okay so let me give you busy leave me alone let me give you let me give you a definition of a secret fuck you this is a definition of it okay a secret fuck you is when someone is smiling and acting nice but you know deep down that they are screaming fuck you in their thoughts that is the definition okay so that's what i'm saying um anyhow i i think that I get five to six secret fuck yous a day. And I think that like three of them are from people that I don't know. And a couple of them to three of them are for people that I do know. Do you see what I'm saying? Cause I work with the public. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I might get two or three a day. People I don't know. And then the rest I do know. Okay. Well, I found out that, like, this is, like, a big question among people and, like, people that finding out whether they want to work with somebody or not. This is a question that they ask. Did you know that? How many secret fuck yous do you get? Because I guess how many you say you get and why means a lot. People, like, uh, value that, write it down, write down the specific answers, and then they figure it out from there. And that is why I was asking about secret fuck yous. I just found that interesting. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to talk about that on the podcast. So, oh, that's good to know. Yeah. That's good to know. Yep. Yeah. So, anyhow, interesting. I'm so, going to change my answer. Okay. Why is that? No, no. I'm saying next time I'm asked that. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. I'm just being honest, man. You know. Is that, that's my opinion, though. I don't know, honestly. No, I don't either. That's why I asked I mean, stuff like that. Everybody seems to like me. Just you know, when I get in the moods. Uh, you know I what, Rob? You don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't have to explain that to me because I am the, uh, I am the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, oh, and by the way, my bo- my foreman, Mark. His name is Mark also. Okay. He uh, told me yesterday he was going to check us out this weekend. Oh, cool. All right. Welcome, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Even though you'll probably hear another podcast before this first. But anyhow, yeah. welcome. Thank you. Well, Thanks for checking us out. Well, which one he picks and if he likes it, he might. I'll tell him, listen to this one. I threw your name out there. Okay, that's cool. Um, okay, yes, uh, the podcast I listened to today, you asked where to buy the macaroni and cheese ice cream, right? And I never did get back to you because we got sidetracked. I the did craft, not get it looked up because I got sidetracked. Okay, the craft macaroni what, and cheese. I'll tell you what, here we go. I'll look it up right now. It's a, I got it right now. Van oh. Lee Uellen ice cream. And it's Van Lee Llewellyn Ice Cream dot com. So V A N L E E U W E N Ice Cream. Just look that up. But it's out of stock right now, so I don't know if you're going to get it because it's out for a limited time and they're already out of stock. 
So, anyhow, good luck. I got it right here. Okay, cool. $12. <laughs> yep, 12 bucks. that's it. So, uh, anyhow, um, try to think of what else is going on that we could uh, just kind of bullshit about here. Um, oh, how about football? So, let's see, we are... Um, on the uh, seventh, uh, the seventh week, right, coming up. Yeah. Okay. And anyhow, uh, some of the teams are kind of taking shape. Some of them are not. Some of them are kind of being sl a slow build. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like Cincinnati's starting to get their shit together. Buffalo Bills been hot and cold. Um, New York Jets yeah. are playing well and they're winning a few games and they're doing really good. Uh, they lost against the Chiefs, but they won against Philadelphia, and they're doing this with uh, Zach Wilson um, and uh, without um, Aaron Rodgers. Their defense right. is really good, and um, which is very disappointing. Yeah, I think the whole world is waiting for the Mahomes Rodgers match. It has never happened in what four or five years now. It five is years, not happened. Every time it's yeah, supposed to happen. Yeah. Every time it's supposed to happen, one of them's injured. The first time it was Mahomes, and the the last yeah. two times it's been Aaron Rodgers. So it has not happened, and uh, it'll be cool if it does ever happen. I mean, A. Rod says he's going to be back this year, but I, I, you know, I don't know. It's a torn ACL, and he's 39 years old. I, I don't yeah. know. So uh, anyhow. Um, so, um, I saw a guy coming to the store the other day, and he was wearing yeah. a Katsis cap. Remember the drugstore Katsis around Kansas City? It's called, it's spelled K-A-T-Z. Yeah. Okay. He was wearing a Katsis cap. I didn't really pay attention to his age that much. So... Uh, anyhow, I'm like, hey, man, great hat. And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 cool, thanks, man. I go, yeah, I go, man, you know, those were cool stores. He goes, huh? Then I realized he was too young. And I go, where'd you get that hat? He goes, oh, yeah, I got it from, it's like Kansas Sampler or one of those stores, you know, that like have the local stuff and, uh, and, and you know, rarity stuff like uh, like maybe a Muehlbach which is uh, still a hotel in Kansas City, but it was a beer. Yeah. They brewed the beer, Muehlbach beer in downtown Kansas City. Maybe a shirt from there. So, you know, they bring up stuff from the past, the famous Western Auto sign. You know, there are a lot of shirts like that. You know, there's... Um, so oh, anyhow, it, the old Western Auto. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was a fun place, wasn't it? So... Uh, um, my, my dad used to work at the one downtown. Oh, really? At the big one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right, right after he got out of Vietnam. Wow. Okay. And then he went to work for Western Electric, where he met my mom. Oh, very cool. Uh, so, um, uh, anyhow, the guy got this. Uh, he got this cap, and he bought it because it's nostalgic. But he had no idea it was a store. He knew it had something to do with Kansas City's history. But he had no idea that it was a drugstore. And um, anyhow, I remember Katz's very well because I grew up in northeast Kansas City, um, really close to the bridge that eats all the uh, trucks. You know what I'm talking right. about? Yeah. So, uh, right. 
Anyhow, Katz's was right there at that bridge. Now it's a CVS, but it turned into a Skaggs, then an Osco, and then now it is a CVS. But back when I went there... That's a name I forgot about, Skaggs. Skaggs and Osco. First, it was was bought out by Skaggs. Um, Okay, first Katz's was bought out by Skaggs, and then it was bought out... Skaggs was bought out by Osco, and then Osco was bought out by CVS maybe or went under I don't know but it's been a different drugstore five or six different times and started out with Katz's K-A-T-Z so anyhow this guy he didn't know what Katz's was and I was like going why and then I thought okay it's like me wearing uh, maybe like uh, if I found a Mulebach beer shirt I'd wear it I think that'd be cool I never witnessed it never had it but I know about it, and I wanted to wear it. So he just didn't know that it was a drugstore. So I went down to this Katz's uh, once a week with my dad. And we would go into there, and they would have a little area that they made homemade sodas. You know, they had the carbonated water, and then they had the yeah, fresh ingredients. Yeah. So they used to make a lemon-lime fresh soda. And they, they were called a soda jerk. And they had a little hat on, a little white hat, kind of like the guys at McDonald's used to wear. Remember when they all used to wear the hat, the little white paper hat? Yeah. 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 Same thing. They wore the little white paper hat to signicate, you know, and the apron to to, um, let people know that this is your soda jerk and this is the guy that's going to be making your soda. We'd go in down there and we'd sit down at at uh, at the bar area there where they served the sodas. And they had the high... Um, they had the high bar seats, the round ones, and my dad would have to pick me up and let me sit on there, and I'd balance myself a little bit, and you know, he'd sit on the other one, and he orders two lemon-lime sodas, one for him, one for me. And that was just right. cool that someone could come in there, wear that, and not even know all the history behind the place. They're just kind of wearing it as something cool and catchy. But, you know, I told the guy a little bit about it, and he's like, wow, he goes, you know, he goes, that's really cool. He said, I'm going to look that up and find out more about it. And I was like, you know, man, that's cool that the guy gave a shit about stuff in the past, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow, it, it was um, it was pretty cool. And, um, and anyhow, just brought back fond memories. So, I know we're not doing too many stories tonight, but this is a perfect All opportunity right. to do this one story, if you don't mind. Oh, you're fine. Okay, this is from Smithville, Smithfield, Rhode Island. A Rhode Island display is bringing back memories of New England shoppers. Joshua Panate, I believe is the last name, built a a retailer cemetery with headstones uh, commemorating iconic stores that have gone to the grave or near death. Hmm. Some of the uh, entries are Radio Shack, Blockbuster, and the Christmas Tree Shops, which I don't know about, but I guess they were big, which yeah, just closed. It just closed for good this August after 50 years. Sears just has a handful wow. of locations left and will be gone soon, as well as Kmart. And all of these are represented of uh of uh stores of the past so uh anyhow i just thought that was interesting if you get a chance yeah if you get a chance look it up 
because he has oh. like their he has their logos on them and everything. It's really cool. So he took a lot That's of time cool. figuring these things. So um, anyhow, and uh, we're gonna start doing um, douchebags book of poetry. Does that sound good? All right. All right. Okay. Our first one, Douchebag's Book of Poetry. Now, this is going to be little bits like uh, like things to eat during the apocalypse, okay? So, we'll have okay. the voice guy or something or somebody go, Douchebag. And yeah. now, Douchebag's Book of Poetry. Oh, my God. Or, you know, whatever. Our yeah. first one, Roses are Red, Violets are Blue. Even with our tin can operation, we're still funnier than all of you. I like that. I love it. So, anyhow, I decided to do that because of this right here. The other day I was listening to local radio, and I know they didn't mean it towards us or anything, but it said something about um, listen to uh, some broadcast school dropout or a 100,000-watt radio station. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, that's good. Even though they didn't mean it towards us, I'm coming up with a rebuttal. So oh, I was just, I, y'all, dude, just hearing that, I've got rebuttals running through my head. Oh, yeah, go ahead. You have more poetry? I on rss.com with you. Oh, yeah. We are in France. We're in Belgium. We're... I can't believe the reach we have. We're in one freaking area. I can't believe the reach we have and how well we're doing. They have... Are we still up... They have a lot more rules than we have. Yes. That's what I'm enjoying about it. Yeah, if you... um, uh, uh, Are we still up 47%? Something like that, like 47% or 42%. An astounding number that really caught me by surprise. So, anyhow, that, yeah... I was on there just a while ago, dude. Uh huh. Yeah. We yeah we're we're up a little bit more. Are we? Oh, cool. Hang on. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take yeah, a look I, at I, it, well, Yeah. I'm not logged in right now, but. Oh, that's okay. I looked a while ago. We we had one. We. Yeah, we were up. Yeah, it's it's really taken off and done well, and we thank you guys so much. Yeah. Yes, we do. We do, yep. and that's that's what we're doing tonight. Yeah, everybody keeps hearing me do stories. You know, I'm, I'm sounding kind of bland. I want people to meet Rob Rat. Yeah. So that's why I decided we need a night. This was my idea, honestly. Well, I, I mean, want a night for everybody to meet Rob Rat and hear me talk. Yeah. And not read. All right. You know. Well, Rob, do you have anything that you want to say? Uh, you got some... Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Rob. Okay. The floor is yours. Early, earlier, I, we were messaging this afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I told you I was going to go out and do some PR work. Mm-hmm. Well, I put on my two-deuce bags and a microphone t-shirt. Okay. And I walked up to this fairly new little bar on the square here in Camden. Uh-huh. It's like a 15-minute walk. No big deal. Okay. And I went in there, and I figured I'd have me a couple of yinling drafts. Good man. How was the yinling and draft? Yes, How was yes, it? Yes, I did ask the woman if they use nitrous. Do they? She just looked at me, and she said, I couldn't tell you. I said, give me a yinling draft anyway. 
Okay, how good uh, was it? Oh, it was good, man. It was they, good. Then they probably did the good. nitrous. She just doesn't know it. So yeah, she was she yeah Saturday afternoon worker yeah 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 she just didn't know. But, so. but okay, this, this gets better. There was this table full of women. Uh huh. Six women. Yeah. Come find out it was one of their birthdays. Uh huh. I get my beer. I'm sitting there. One of them look over at me. I'm sitting at the bar. They go, "Do you play pool?" I said, "I've been known to." Cool. Uh, well, this younger gal speaks up, says, well, I play pool too. And this other gal says, you want to play for money? I said, no, 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 I don't play for money. Cool. Well, I play for fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, went to drink my beer and, you know, just get to feel the place. A nice little place. Yeah. It's, uh. Oh, now, yeah. It's really new, so I, it's a hard, I'm having a hard time remembering. Oh, that. well. Brew room. The brew room. Brew room. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's right on the square in Campton. Right okay. across the street from uh, the county jail, honestly. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I walk, so. Okay. But, so, I'm sitting there, and I was figuring, you know what, let's have some fun. Cool. I get up, I walk back to the pool table. I rack the balls. I look over there and said, come on. So she come over. Uh, she beat me, or I beat her the first game, she beat me the second game. And uh-huh. yeah, we're just bullshitting. Yeah. Hey, hey, this chick was cute. Really? But she was like, I would say mid-30s. Oh, wow. Cool. Okay, well, I've been around, I've played pool a lot in my life. Different pool halls, different bars. I know the lingo. One chick shouts out, want to play for money. Okay, I got my guard up. Yeah. Well, me and her didn't even say nothing about playing for money. We were just playing for fun. Yeah. Well, it, they happened to be a birthday party, so they were getting ready to go and go to another bar and start bar hopping. Okay. And I'm come walking back up to the bar, and uh, I'm right behind her, and this one gal gets it, the one that yelled out playing for money. She goes, where's my hat? Where's my hat? And I just shut my mouth, and I just sat down. Like, what? It, it, let me tell you. I if I think I very well could have got hustled. Really? This girl, she, I mean, we were just playing around. But then I start showing something, she'd start showing something. You know, uh-huh. like yeah. two, three, four in a row. She was just, you know, she was playing. I got she it. She was toying with me. To, yeah. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm no better. You know, how I used to. I grew, you know, back in the 80s, I was down at Raytown Pool Hall. We used to have, like, a setup guy. A setup guy worked well on, like, on practical jokes and also when hustling somebody. Someone that just comes out of the blue, goes to another part of the bar, doesn't know anybody, but you do know him, okay? 
He's talking to everybody but you guys over there playing pool. And then he kind of meanders over there. He doesn't really say anything. And then you're just kind of like a, 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 you know, you look at the guy you're playing and go, hey, you know this guy? He goes, no. Oh, okay. And then I kind of look over there, even though I know him, and go, hey, um, uh, are, are you going to play next? Or are you going to put money up? Or are you just watching? Yeah, I'm just watching. Okay. Well, hey, I'm Mark. This is so-and-so. And then you can hustle somebody really good like that, too. If you act like you don't know them, and then you're playing the guy that they don't know, and you suck. Right. You're horrible, and he kicks your ass, and then you hand him the fake fucking $20 that he won, but it, he's going to give it back to you, right? Right. And then you give him the 20 and you're like, oh, shit, man. Well, I don't know. You know, you want to play for money? And then that, by that time, that guy's like, oh, yeah, he fucking sucked. He just lost 20 bucks yeah. to this guy. And then, all of a sudden, he just fucking turn on the juice and take his money. So, and sometimes people get really uh, radical about that, too, because they're like, they can smell the setup, you know. Well, he, he, here's what China told me. When we got done playing our game, she was just shooting around with the balls left on the table. Uh-huh. And then she set up three balls. Yeah. Two by one pocket, two by the middle pocket, and one by the corner pocket. Uh-huh. And she made this bank shot down to the end of the table. With the three? Like a one, two, three rail into the corner. Far okay. corner. Back okay. up to the corner. You know what I mean? From one end of the table. Yeah. Back up to the corner. She did it twice in a row. She goes, oh, come on, try this. I said, nah, nah. Nah, not today. You uh-huh. know, she said, oh, come on. And, you know, there was only, each time she would move one ball up. Oh wow! For the next shot, so uh-huh. she knew she was going to take two shots and get me to do the third one. Okay. So finally, I said, "Okay, I'll give it a shot." You know, because during the game, she kept telling me, "You're pretty good. You're pretty good." You know, and so I take this trick shot. I made it, dude. Really. One shot. Yeah, three three rails at the far end of the table and back up into the corner. Oh wow! I ain't picked up a pool stick in a couple years, dude. Well, good, good for you. <laughs> cool. All right. Yeah, she was impressed. She was impressed. So cool. All right. Well, let's uh, let's come back here in a minute. Okay, let's take a little break. All right. Okay. If you love vomit, we have the podcast for you. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. So, I order spaghetti and meatballs. My meatballs automatically fall apart as soon as I touch them. So then, does my dish automatically change its name to spaghetti and meat sauce? Hmm. I may never know. about what's just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. During an apocalypse, don't forget the nuts. Hickory nuts, that is. Yeah, we know, hickory wood gets all the glory and all the love. Everyone loves the hickory trees. They cut them down and they make great sandwiches out of barbecue and meats. They smoke them and it's a fantastic deal. 
but little does anyone know about the hickory nuts. During an apocalypse, hickory nuts could be the best thing you can find. Hickory nuts can be eaten raw, toasted, or added to various recipes. Their rich, buttery flavor and crunchy texture make them an ideal ingredient for both sweet and savory dishes. You can use hickory nuts to make nut butter, pesto, or even a unique hickory nut milk. There are five types of hickory nuts. Bitternut hickory, shagbark hickory, pignut hickory, mockernut hickory, and smoothbark hickory. Hickory trees are considered part of the walnut species and are plentiful, at least around Missouri and surrounding areas. So, during the apocalypse, don't forget to grab your nuts. Douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All right. Well, okay. So far, um, we've covered a lot of just this and that, and it's uh, yeah. pretty cool. That's uh, what. That's kind of what I wanted tonight to be. You know, that's I, cool. I didn't want to read off a script. You know, I wanted to no. be me. No, I. You know what? That's so. cool. Um, had a, had a good time over the last few days in Eureka Springs. This is our, like, home away from home anymore. It's about three yeah. and a half hours away from Kansas City. It's down on the Arkansas-Missouri border, pretty much. It's about, I don't know, ten miles into Arkansas at best. It's in the middle of the right. Boston Mountains, and it's a very fun place. And, uh, anyhow, we have some places we really like to eat there. And one of them is this Italian joint named Ermilio's. That place is so good. I mean, there's people that every time I see people come into work or I run into them casually and, they're, uh, and they went to Eureka Springs, if they spend any amount of time there at all, one of the first things I always mention is, is Ermilio's because everybody loves that place. It would stand up in Kansas City or St. Louis or even Chicago for an Italian uh, eatery, for an Italian place. It's not crazy expensive, and it's really, really good family recipes. They they have this, um, this uh, they give you this oil with uh, garlic in it, and they give you homemade bread. You tear off a piece of the homemade bread, and you take this garlic and mash it up with the oil, and then put a little bit of butter, and you mash it up into like a garlic butter oil consistency you know like uh, creamy and you put it on your bread it is so good and um, anyhow this last time I went for the lasagna but I usually do the chicken parmesan but everything there is just so good the ingredients are fresh the uh, the wait staff is incredible they are fast they are good they are accurate I've never had a bad meal there but I just wanted to plug Emilio's and tell you I'm not getting anything from this. I'm just letting oh, you know what a great place that is. And then another next, place. Next time I'm down there, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, yeah, you'll have to. And then we went to the Crystal Ballroom at the Crescent. The Crescent yeah, is. Yeah, I've seen the Facebook post. Yeah, yeah. Yep, and I forgot exactly what I was doing there. At the, um, I did something stupid. I posted something. I forgot what. 
Oh, 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 I know what it was. No, I was going to have a boo berry waffle. Oh, yeah, that's what Yeah, it was. that was it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because the Crescent is one of the most, yeah, if not the most haunted hotel in in America. Yeah, so I was going to have a boo berry waffle in their uh, crystal dining room. But uh, anyhow, they have one of the best breakfast brunches around that place. is incredible. Their grounds there, the groundskeepers work so hard. It's immaculate. They have like black elfin ears. They have uh, canna lilies. They have all these species wow. that brings in these butterflies from all over the country. And there's, these, uh, there's this... Um, rare yellow butterfly that comes there that doesn't go anywhere else around there it comes there because the butterfly knows these species of flowers that they have there are very rare that they don't grow around arkansas the yellow butterfly comes there specifically to have this flower wow yeah it's a really it's just a really cool cool place they're like hemingway ernest hemingway's place in key west where they have cats that have been there for over and over like Ernest Hemingway has some like very famous uh, five-eyed cats or something. Not five-eyed, but maybe a three-eyed cat or cat. Most commonly, cats with like six toes or something like that. And that's yeah. because they are descendants of descendants of descendants. They're inbred. They've been in that place that whole time. Well, they have this too. And uh, and anyhow, they even have shirts with the main cat there, and it says the boss. We got our friend Rose, one of them. It's really cool. And anyhow, the the boss was out there when we were out there on the back porch, and that's the cat. And uh, anyhow, I come over there, and he gave me a look like not today. So people started screwing with him, and he he just went underneath the went underneath the uh, hotel. He's like, screw this. But anyhow, he's awesome. Yeah. He he just gives you this. Uh, attitude if he doesn't want to be bothered you know every now and then he'll come up and he'll be like okay you can pet me but a lot of times he's like fuck you guys leave me alone and he's a cool cat um anyhow they have a lot of cats like that which is very cool then they have an old church just right below it because this is on the top of a mountainside right below it is an old church and uh anyhow it uh, rings a bell on the uh, every half hour beautiful church that's still in works on Sundays and um, across the way there is a giant Christ it is the yeah. passion uh, the passion yeah. play passion of the I've Christ been play I've it, been there isn't it cool oh that is awesome that it's, is awesome it's a giant white Jesus made out of limestone maybe that lights up at I night. would say so it's a beautiful sight to look over there and see it. It's just beautiful at night. And it's it's beautiful during the day, too. So no, I've actually been to the play. Oh, you have? Yeah, the play, yeah. The play it, it's, it's fairly expensive, but here's why. They have to bring in their own camels, you know, uh, feed the camels, donkeys. They have all these yeah. livestock yeah. because this is the actual Passion of the Christ play. And this is, as yeah, far as I know, the only place in America that plays it live. Oh, it's it's awesome. Me and my ex-wife went. Oh, really? The, the, the Patsy Klein impersonator. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were we were down there one weekend, and we yeah, let's go. But we always wanted to catch it, so we did. Okay, cool. It, it was cold and misty out. We bought a couple ponchos, you know. 
It great show, man. Great. It was awesome. I have not seen it yet, but I'll tell you what. Everybody raves about it, so I am going to see it. So if you want, if you are a believer, and you want to feel the Holy Spirit, go watch this play. Wow, it's that That's good, all huh? I can say. That's all I can say. Okay. All right. Well, everybody, um, go see the play. You know, unless you're a Satanist, and then you probably don't want to see the play, right? Yeah, 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 right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, so. I, uh, I, I said, if you're a believer. And if you're agnostic, you can, like, I don't know, play like Jesus is something else. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, anyhow. All right, enough or of that. Or if you're an out-of-work <laughs> actor, you might be able to get a job. Who knows? Hey, there you go. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you kind of look like Joseph or something, you know, the out-of-work actor, just show up there. You never know. I'd be like, yeah, you know what? You look there a lot are better. a lot of people in that show. There are. Yeah, it's a very expensive show, and that's how come it doesn't yeah. play all the time. They do it in segments, and then they stop it for a while, and then do it again, is because they need to be sold out every night to really make money on it. Yeah, it was like 2001 when I... Okay. <laughs> well, it's cool yeah, because um, where, where the, the base of the giant Christ is the people who made that play possible and that started it, both their burial plots are right there, buried right next to Jesus' feet. And it has music yeah, playing yeah. 24-7 out there. It has uh, religious music. It's it's just a beautiful grounds. It's great. Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then now you can even get a funnel cake just right down the road. They have, like, food trucks. So, oh, cool. so you can go by there. You can uh, stand next to the giant Christ. You can get your picture taken right next to the huge Jesus. And you can have a funnel cake right afterwards or even before if you want. So there you go. It doesn't get any better than that. Um, another place that I want to mention there that's really good for food is uh, the Horseshoe Grill. The Horseshoe Grill is a great place. And we didn't get to go to... They have great food there. They have great steaks. They have just like almost like bar food, but it's much better. The chicken fried steaks, they have uh, like ribeye specials and stuff like that. It's a really good place. And then another place we didn't get to go this time because nobody really wanted barbecue, but there's this place there called Sauced Barbecue that has the best burn ends I've ever had. And they sell out, oh, wow. they open at 11 and the burn ends sell out by 11.30 every day. Oh, so wow. they are. Yeah, I had to go up there and get them. At like 11, I waited until they uh, opened the business, and I jumped right there in the drive-thru and said, Hey, how many burn-ins do you have? Uh, we got a couple pounds. Okay, throw them in a bag and give them to me. How much do you want for them? So I bought a couple of uh, pounds of their burn-ins. And this is the first time I ever got uh, to try them was my la not this last visit, but the visit before. Because they were always sold out whenever I went there. And the guy right. told me, he said, if you really want to try our burn ends, here's what you do. Because I loved everything else they had there, including the sauce. All of it was very good. And um, he said, you got to be here at 11. Wait first to open the doors. First one in, you're going to get some burn ends. He said, if not, I can't guarantee it. He said, we don't put a limit on them or anything. So if someone comes in and says, 
uh, how many pounds? We got uh, 12 pounds. I want them all in a bag. Then they give it to them. So, you know, the object... Yeah, well, the object of the game is to make money. And how do you make money? By moving your product. So if someone comes in and wants to buy it all, then you just made profit and it's not sitting around or nothing. So I don't blame them. So I got there at 11. I tried it. It was really, really good burn-ins. And um, probably the best burn-ins I've ever had. I was just amazed. And we have great burn-ins around Kansas City. Burn-ins originated, started in Kansas City. Because of the guy yep. that started barbecue, I forgot his name. He started all the uh, uh, founding places except for Jack Stack, and that would be Gates and Bryant's. Um, let's see who else. Uh, there's a couple other places I'm forgetting about, but um, anyhow, he also um, he also started uh, Smokestacks Pits too. Did the barbecue pits um, to get that unique smoke flavor. Wow. Um, he started a. Uh, Smokestack, which was later on, one of the restaurants turned into Jack Stack, but Jack Stack is a whole nother franchise now. Right, and right, yeah, right. Yeah, so anyhow, so he did start that pit too, but he didn't start that barbecue there. You know, but Burn Ends right. was from him, and Burn Ends was simply like this. Burn Ends was the food, they gave brisket to the slaves a long time ago. And the reason they gave brisket to them is because nobody thought it was good meat. It was tough. They didn't know that you had to cook all the fat out of it, and then it's the best taste of meat ever. So, the African Americans started barbecuing it and figuring out if you cook this enough and you let the fat collapse, just like drain off of it, and the meat collapses on it with all that flavor in it, that is some of the best meat you can ever have. And they figured out how to cook this to make it some of the best food you'll ever have and also to make it edible so it isn't all springy and chewy so anyhow um, we, we have great burn ends around here but the sauce burn ends are amazing so if yes. you're there in Eureka Springs go by and grab you some because they're fantastic so anyhow Oh, there ahead. was a little joint I used to go to down there. I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me. Is it Bubba's? Uh, it was kind of on the southwest of town. Okay. They, they You threw peanut shells on the floor. Oh. I remember. I remember that place. Was it Rockin' and Pig? I don't remember. Like I said, that was like 2001, over 20 years ago. You threw peanut uh, uh, Hmm. I don't know. But I do remember they had a great T-bone. You could get pretty much anything there. Okay, and it's on the I'm south, doing, the southwest I'm part of town. I'm gonna have to see if it's still there. Okay, because I'd like to know it. If it is, I'll go there. Yeah, it's oh, it's easy to get to. I'll have to tell you how to get to it off off air. Okay, all right. Well, we are going on an hour, so I think we're going to go ahead and um, call this uh, a podcast. So this was un un uh, unscripted and seemed to went pretty well. Oh no, until we hey, listened, we survived. Yeah, we did. Yay! All right. <laughs>
Well, we'll be back tomorrow with more bullshit for your ears. So everybody have a good night. Thank you. I hope everybody loved it. And give us your feedback, please. Yes, please. Deuce B. We want to know. Deuce B66 at yahoo.com. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Bye. Good night, everybody. Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.